Welcome to the 6 Minute Abs podcast. My name is Abby, aka 6 Minute Abs, and I will be your host along this fitness and wellness journey. Join me as I share the ups and downs of my personal wellness ride and shed light on some exciting, adventurous, and at times outrageous health topics. The show does not intend to offer any medical advice. I only aim to provide entertainment and to inform. You should always consult a registered doctor before beginning any treatment or on any topic that concerns your physical and mental health and well-being. Furthermore, you will not achieve a full set of abs in six minutes. Believe me, I've tried. Hey everybody, it's me, Six Minute Abs, and I am back again this week with a really freaking interesting guest. So this week, I have got Simon Pretorius from Supply Pharma, and he and I are going to be chatting about CBD. So Sai, could you just say hi to everybody for me quickly? Hi everybody, I am Simon, as mentioned, and it is very nice to meet you guys, and looking forward to explaining a little bit about our side of the world. Okay, awesome. So Sai, could you tell me a little bit more about Supply Pharma and the services that you guys provide? Absolutely. So Supply Pharma, when we started off, was going to be more around, let's be honest, the, the cannabis or the CBD side of the world and trying to create a natural medicine world with CBD in it. We then quickly realized through research and now growing up and becoming humans that, uh, you know, the actual market needs a lot of other products beyond CBD. So we've, we've expanded ourselves to the point now where we don't just sell CBD based products. We actually sell any, we try and sell anything that creates natural health. So we're trying to become a natural health pharmaceutical supplier. That is why we call ourselves supply farm. That's so cool. Like, I love that the natural side of like getting yourself healthy. That's the way it should be. Yes. And I think, I think just as a note, that natural side of getting you healthy, I think a lot of people are a bit confused about that. A lot of people think you can buy a bunch of plants and you'll never need medicine again. That's not true. I mean, unfortunately, we can and we do take people off severe amounts of medication and we get them down to like almost nothing where they where they were taking 20 tablets a day they're taking two a day or you know a lot of people stop taking tablets fair enough but you're still going to have something you've got to go to the doctor for and you're still going to have something you've got to go and get medicine for um so yeah it's unfortunately it, it, you can't get rid of big pharma they, they are a, a necessary evil but you can get rid of 80 percent of them <laughs> I love how you say that a necessary evil. The sad part is that oh, look, I mean, there's a there's a stu- there's a thing that happened in the U.S. and it, there's a court case that happened. Just as a note, and in this court case, one of the big pharma guys was asked that um, they must please um, explain why their medication has such a long list of side effects. And you know what was explained is I don't sell medication to healthy people. Yeah, that's the so sad that thing. answers that question. That answers that question. I mean, it just answers. <laughs> but yeah, moving along, exactly. sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. I'm, I'm so happy to talk about all of the different facets of this. So one thing that you and I were chatting about before we actually started recording was the stigma that still surrounds um, the use of marijuana, you know, within the, the, the health industry. But recently this has changed in the, in the sense of CBD. So could you just help everybody understand the actual difference between CBD and THC? 
hundred percent. So obviously they're part of the same plant. I mean, you can, you do get plants that don't have any THC in them, like the hemp plant. The problem with hemp is hemp is a form of CBD that is not the same as CBD that comes in cannabis. And they, they're proving it in all sorts of more studies that the actual CBD obtained through hemp is not the same as cannabis. And the reason for that is there's other ingredients in the cannabis plant that's not in the hemp plant beyond THC. So hemp is not considered by a lot of the experts in the industry to be a replacement for CBD. Uh, then, um, so CBD is a non, um, cannot cause any highs. It cannot get you goofed. It cannot get you <laughs> in, into a into a, a, a drug state, if I can call it that. Um, THC is obviously the one that does it. It is the side of cannabis that is the party side, as they call it. Um, yes. And the problem is, the sad part that we're now fighting at the moment in the market and the whole industry is fighting is that THC does more than 50% of the work medicinally. Mm. So now we're getting to the point where CBD is amazing. I mean, it does a whole list of stuff, but if you add the THC into the product, it becomes crazy. And yeah. not like 30% of the person gets high. We're talking 2% of THC. We're talking a very low percentage of TAC, just enough to activate the THC side of the product and to get that benefit out. And that is where that is where a huge portion of the market is. That's why the, the international markets, if you look at the big markets overseas, all their medicinal products are approved to go up to 2% THC now. Okay. The US, Canada, et cetera. We, we're waiting for South Africa to change legislation. There is changes coming now. I mean, Roma Poza himself announced that there's changes coming in the cannabis law. So we're all holding, uh, holding thumbs severely hard on that one. So we're hoping that the 2% will be one of the changes because that, that makes a huge difference and the efficacy of the product. Okay. That's so would that be considered microdosing? No, funny enough, for medicinal use, it is it is almost microdosing. It's not really. So recommendation on a on a daily basis is 20 milligrams. That's the international recommendation. It is not a fixed dosage, but that is sort of the norm for the industry in the world that everybody talks about. Now at 20 milligrams of THC, you'll get high. So it's not microdosing in the sense it can still get you high. Okay, the um, the problem is that uh, uh, from a CBD point of view, obviously twenty milligrams won't get you high. I mean, you can take a thousand milligrams a day of CBD, it still won't get you high. That's not the problem. You'll get tired because it can make you a bit lethargic at those levels, but that's just because it's extremely high. So you are sort of microdosing CBD, but it's not the term microdosing that everybody's thinking about. The term microdosing is actually from a side where you know, it's sort of the big, the big reason microdosing is talked about in the market at the moment is magic mushrooms. Yeah, And that is the reason is most people take a gram to two grams of magic mushrooms to start off with just to get a little bit of a psychoactive feeling, you know. The problem is uh, that um, magic mushrooms, if you microdose, you're doing 100 to 200 milligrams a day. Okay. So there's not you'll know you'll never even know you've taken it. You don't feel anything. You don't get any effect physically at the point of taking it. But what it does to the brain, as far as fixing the brain, as far as um, helping with depression, bipolar is stupid. So the problem is that microdosing of magic mushrooms has no drug value, but it has severe health value. So that's where the microdosing term actually is becoming very popular. Is the magic mushroom side. Okay, yeah, because you hear that, it's kind of become a bit of a, a buzzword. 
right now, the microdosing yes, side 100%. of life. Yeah. And that is because the whole industry is now fighting to get mushrooms in. I mean, mushrooms are becoming the next big thing. I mean, they're, they're going to be the next cannabis, okay? So yeah. the one that people fight to get legalized. And I mean, obviously, the Netherlands have legalized it already. They're always first in the world to legalize drugs. Give them that. <laughs> uh, Portugal has, but Portugal has no illegal drugs. And you, you can take anything in Portugal. There's no law yeah. against drugs in Portugal. So um, at the end of it all, um, we are we waiting and we're hoping for magic mushrooms as well. Um, but from a cannabis point of view, to give you an idea, people take up to 200 milligrams a day for pain management. So if people with severe fibromyalgia or muscular problems like muscular dystrophy and all that, they take up to 200 milligrams to manage their pain. Yeah. So the, the, you don't really microdose cannabis. You actually take full dosages of it every day. Wow. Okay. So we have basically touched on this a little bit but can you tell me some of the major benefits of cbd itself so i'll give you the basic big ones i mean yeah there's obviously okay. there's almost a thousand conditions that cannabis has now been proven to treat so from a cbd point of view i'm just going to mention the cbd side of it you're looking more towards like pain management especially pain management and cannabis are synergy i mean whether it yeah. is muscular pain whether it's arthritis whether it is headaches cannabis has an amazing ability to, to take pain out of the body so that's one of the biggest ones it does then from there i mean you're looking at blood pressure you're looking at blood sugar you're looking at um you're looking at alzheimer's you're looking at dementia you're looking at parkinson's you're looking at Tourette's, you're looking at epilepsy, you're looking at, so it carries on. I mean, I, I'll give you an idea. I have medical doctor that actually does not give her daughter any medication. She only buys the oil because it's the only thing that ensures her daughter does not get break, breakthrough epilepsy fits. Wowie. So yeah, so that, that's an actual medical doctor that swears by the oil and won't give her daughter any Epitech or any of those products. So yeah, nice. so that gives you an idea. And that's, that's funny enough, that's a specific strain of cannabis. Um, I won't mention names on the video. I don't know if it's okay to mention names of cannabis strains, but of this specific strain was, okay, so it's called Charlotte's Web. So Charlotte's Web was developed by a lady named Charlotte. And okay. Charlotte actually made the strain to help her daughter who had severe epilepsy. Okay. So that's one of the reasons. Then because of the mixing of strains and the way she spliced it and got to it, um, it's one of the strongest strains on the planet for, for pain management, for sleep management. In other words, getting better sleep. That's the other thing with cannabis. What's lovely is see a, a strain like Charlotte's Web. What people do is they take it at night and literally they, they can go to sleep. I mean, they don't have to fall asleep. They can sit and work until two in the morning, but when they put their head on the pillow, they sleep. And they wake up the next morning fresh. They don't have that roll around. I mean, I've got a guy now who bought some from me saying that he gets on his watch. He wears his watch and his watch says to him he doesn't sleep because he's so, he rolls around so much in his sleep. He now gets 25 hours of REM sleep a week. Oh, beyond normal sleep, 25 hours of REM. A week. So he is ecstatic. So yeah, yeah. so that's the other side of the sleep again. So yeah, look, the list is Phenomenal. I mean, as I say, it's almost a thousand conditions now that can be treated. Yes. So that's actually quite interesting that you touch on that is because the reason that I started using CBD oil was to help me sleep. And I can attest to this that nothing else puts you to sleep and gives you such a good sleep as CBD oil. Like that's it's second to none, quite frankly. Yes. And you wake up happy. You don't wake up groggy like sleeping tablets. You don't wake up feeling like you want to die you actually wake up and think okay let's go yes we yeah, can that's do that's the this. other side that's nice 
I, I, I've always had insomnia in my life. Okay? Even as a child, I had insomnia. I didn't sleep much. But um, now, I mean, I get a good four or five hours a night, and it's solid hours. It's not that wake up every 10, 10 minutes. It's, it's four or five hours of solid sleep. And when I wake up, I'm awake. I mean, I feel mm. amazing. It's as if I had 20 hours of sleep. So, you know, and that's, that's with the oil. Without the oil, forget it. I roll around. I wake up every 10 minutes. I, I, I'm the type who will get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and just decide I've had enough to try, of trying to sleep. I'll just rather work. Yes. So, that's, that's how bad it gets with me with sleeping. But, yeah, so, <laughs> so, yeah, the list is endless of what CBD can do. And there's more studies coming out daily. Yeah. weekly talking about new things they found i mean we had a i had a lady who co- contacted me about a thing called kuketsi of all okay. names and it's literally it's a form of illness that one of the reasons it's becoming prominent now is because of covid so what kuketsi okay. is is if there's a strong viral infection in your body that virus can actually pull into the, the actual fiber or the muscle yeah. and the problem is antibiotics don't deal with anything in the fiber muscle, of the muscle so what the people are getting is that if they've had COVID, they get healthy. A month later, they get symptoms, they get healthy. They get symptoms, they get healthy. They get symptoms, they get healthy. They can't okay. understand it. It's because of that virus releasing out of the muscle slowly. Wow. Now, what they found in a study is that cannabis actually deals with virus and removes virus out of muscle fiber. Wow. So now, Kuketsi has something that works, CBD. It takes yeah. the virus out of the muscle. Then you get sick again, fair enough, because your body's got to fight off the virus again, but then the virus is gone. You know that thing where people say a year later they still don't get their taste back from after COVID? Mm-hmm. That's coquetting. Wow. Okay. I'm learning so much here. I love it. <laughs> hey, hey uh, trust me, the first time someone phoned me and said, my husband has coquetting, I was like, huh? so i get that often that's my biggest challenge is obviously the medical industry and the the conditions out there and what can be done is so huge and that's one of the lucks we have in our in in, in our business is we've actually aligned ourselves with some medical people in, in other countries that specialize in cannabis I made friends with them through Skype and through emails and all that. And yeah, so what I can do now is I can, if I like coquettes, I mailed three of the guys that I know that are medical doctors that prescribe cannabis to people. And I said, look, has any of you heard about this? Does any of you know how this works? And the first response I got was you spelled it wrong. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. That's what I needed. But, <laughs> you know, grammar Nazi. But in any case, <laughs> moving along, the next thing, the next thing I got, one of the guys replied and he said, yeah, there's just a study. There's just been a study released CBD for fights get and explained to me what it is. So, yeah, so that's the other side that I'm very happy with of the business is we are able to actually help people with stuff that we do, that South Africa doesn't know about because we've got people overseas backing up. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Sai, I've shared what my favorite product from you guys are, and that is the Elite CBD Oil from Supply Farmer. So, what is your favorite product from your company? Sure. Yeah, it's a difficult question, actually, because I like selling all of it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, from a sales point of view, I sell it all. But from a product <laughs> point of view, the products we've developed that we are really, that really fly off the shelf and really do extremely well. The first one is the sports gel. We, okay. we have a product called the sports gel, and that is literally like a Voltaren gel that's infused with cannabis. Hmm. And the beauty of it is your gels out there, your ice, your ice and your, all those ones you get in the, in the pharmacy, they remove the pain and they work quite well. But if you take cannabis and you add it, you actually turbocharge a gel like that. So what we okay. did is we have a, we have a gel that we 
make that we actually add cannabis to now. So it's got all the normals in the eucalyptus and all that that you would find in your normal gels in the, in the pharmacy. I mean, we're not creating some magic gel. The problem, the difference is we're adding the cannabis to it and that changes the world completely. Yeah. It really, I mean, if you talk to people that use the gel, you would hear everybody that's used the gel goes, what the hell? They can't believe the results. So yeah, that's a big one for us. Obviously, oils. I mean, the oils is our is our main sellers, as you say, the Elito essential oils. Mm-hmm. We sell that's our main products, and we sell all the time. And that's obviously our main medicinal product is either the the oils or the capsules. So that's our base product. So obviously proud of that. Um, another another product that we've just launched, which we're extremely excited about, is called Nootropic. So okay. Nootropic is a product that is absolutely aimed at people with ADHD, with dementia, with Alzheimer's with any sort of memory or concentration or anything like that problem. It's aimed at that world. And the reason for that is it's got three natural mind-boosting ingredients in and CBD. So it's it's literally, it's CBD with with your ashwagandha, with your lion's mane mushroom, with all all your really strong products that can help your your brain focus better, help you focus better on what you need to do, remember better, all those nice things. It's got all of those ingredients in and it boosts your your it boosts the brain severely. We've actually the product is so good, we've actually expanded it to animals. Oh cool. Okay. So we now have it available for animals as well. And it is for dogs and, and animals that are ADHD, you know, over hyperactive or whatever. I mean, we have a lady that we work with that owns her own company that makes all sorts of animal, specialized animal foods, and she specializes in animal problems and stuff. And she, she actually, she was here just before the call. I had to literally chase her and say, "Hey, I've got a call." Sorry, (laughs) but yeah, she was telling me. No, she was telling me that we've the two of the new products we launched for pets, which was an osteo pet. So, like you know, osteo gold that you get in the pharmacies, it's yeah. a similar type product for pets. And then the neuro, uh, the we call we call it neuro neuro pet. And yeah. those two products are now. I mean, she's saying that she's got at least five dogs that are on the products for the last five days, and all the owners of the dogs are coming back and going, they can't believe it. The one dog has an issue with its elbow so bad that they've injected plasma into the elbow and the dog can't still can't bend its or straighten its leg to walk it's been on it's been on the osteopet for a week and it's now walking so wow exciting yeah so very exciting stuff i've got i mean i made a i made a a cannabis-based salve and uh, she said her husband who's um, actually got i think he's got diabetics or something has got a sore on his leg that's been there for months it just won't go Mm. away five days later it was gone Wow. And that's cannabis 101. That is yeah. cannabis 101. I mean, I've taken, I know it sounds very weird. I've taken my own body and I've cut myself in two places. Okay, not to, not not for mental issues, <laughs> to test the product. <laughs> Fair enough. So what I did on the one is I put the salve on and the other one I didn't. And I can still today, if I take a photo, you can see the one still has scarring and it still looks ugly. The other one is gone. There isn't even a mark. Oh. Okay. And that's the other thing. Cannabis removes scars. So people with bad scars, it actually reduces that inflammation. You know that uh, that ridge on the scar. It removes the keloid. It literally, yeah, yeah, the keloid. Thank you very much. I lost the word there. (laughs) Uh, It actually helps remove the keloid. So yeah, I mean, I've got people that have got that were burnt. And where they were burnt, they just put the cannabis uh, products on and nothing else. And they don't even have white spots. Wow. Where they should have scarring. 
they have no yeah. spots. I actually, the reason I found out about the burning is I had a lady who was in a car accident and she had three, third degree burns over 40% of her body. Wow. And she just used cannabis. And I actually said to her, bullshit, you haven't been burned. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. There was nothing yeah. on her. She hadn't been burned. I mean, it looked like she was, <clears throat> and that was cannabis. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of the type of stuff that goes there. And that's the type of products that we love playing in is stuff that does that for people. You know, yeah. the, the normal stuff that just that works with your blood pressure and all that is awesome because it's natural health and all that. But I love getting involved in these products like the sports gel because that really, I mean, if you wake up in the morning and you, you your shoulder is sore because you've been sleeping on it, you rub it with sports gel five minutes later, you never, you don't even know you you know, that yeah. type of thing. It's something that really changes people's lives. Yeah, no, no, definitely. So speaking about changing people's lives, a lot of people would, you know, I don't want to call people like novices to the CBD industry, but a lot of people are essentially. So what would be your recommendation? You know, what would a noob in the CBD world, what would the dosage be that they should use to like, let's take someone with anxiety, for example, what kind of measurement of CBD oil would they need to go about their day and to really see the benefits of it? Perfect. So for anxiety, absolutely, uh, CBD is a good product. But just as a note, THC is a bad product. Okay. So uh, THC can promote anxiety. Not in everybody, but it can. So just as a, just as a, as a kickoff there, from a CBD point of view, um, sure. yeah, that's the sad part about cannabis. Is people don't know that and they don't learn that. And they sell you a product and it doesn't work and you think it's crap and you don't want to use it again. Sorry, but yeah. it is. And what the reason for that is people think that that 20 milligrams is what it is. And it isn't. Mm. You, uh, for me, by for me, for instance, I might need to take 50 milligrams a day to fight my anxiety. You might need 30 milligrams a day. Yeah. And the reason for that as well is we are taking a product orally. Okay. Mm. Cannabis is not a chemically developed product. I don't have any chemicals in my products. So the problem with that is I'm not protecting my product from stomach acids. I'm not mm -hmm. adding a chemical that protects it from a stomach acid. So more of it goes into the bloodstream. So it depends on, and I, I don't know if you know the blood group um, discussion, you know, your diet for your blood group thing and all that. But in that thing, they talk about stomach acids a lot. And they say that blood group O has the strongest acids and blood group, I think, AB has the weakest stomach acids. So at the end of it all, if I'm an O and I take a capsule of 50 milligrams, 30, to 30 milligrams of that will probably be burned away by my stomach acids. Whereas if you're AB and you take that same ca capsule, you're going to get 10 milligrams burned by your acid. So that 50 milligrams is going to slap you a lot harder than me. So mm -hmm. that's also this other, other side of the challenge is how much do the people take? So what I do with all my customers is I start them on a dosage, which is for anxiety, it would be your 10 to 15 milligrams at night and then 10 milligrams in the morning so that you have your day management as well. And then I tell them from there, let's push it up. Let's go further up and we go as we get till we get to the right point and we know it works perfectly for you. Now, with anxiety, you're probably looking at about 30 to 40 milligrams a day. That's your norm, depending on the customer. Uh, if you start talking about fibromyalgia, you're looking at 100 to 200 milligrams a day. But okay. that's a severe pain condition. So it all the as you the, the, saying a certain condition was the right way to ask the question. I must say because everything is different. Whether the condition, yeah. whether the person, it changes. So yes, a lot of people take the same dosages. 
obviously, but every person is different. You know, what, how, how my body reacts to it is not how your body reacts to it. That's yeah. another thing with natural medication. A lot of people don't understand that natural medication genetics plays a big part. There are people out there that are what, what they call um, THC sensitive. So they'll yeah. take one milligram of THC and they'll be high as a kite. <laughs> okay. they, it'll, it'll be as if they smoke five joints, but they've wow. only taken one milligram. THC, yeah, that's called hypersensitivity. So that's there are those people, and those people will never be able to take any product but a pure isolate CBD. They will never be able to take a fully extracted cannabis because that still has enough THC and to throw them. Yeah. Problem comes in. The dosage problem is such a big discussion. You know, it's a piece of string discussion. How long is the piece of string? So that's the big thing is it's always important. And I try and say that to all people. Don't be shy to ask questions. I mean, don't be shy to mm-hmm. WhatsApp me and go, hey, Simon, I'm doing this. Or I'm taking the product and I feel this, but I still have that. Then I can say to them, right, if you still have that, either take more or we need to add. So, like, for instance, we have Moringa. Now, Moringa is a monster for fighting diabetic diabetes. It's one of the strongest anti-diabetic products on earth. It actually is now, there's now studies coming out that, that Moringa can reverse diabetic Wowie. conditions. It can actually take people completely and reverse it to the point where they live a normal life again. Doesn't do it for everybody, but there are studies that are showing that percentages of people completely re- become di- non-diabetic. So, yeah, so Moringa is becoming a miracle product on the diabetic side. People with stage with type 1 are going to type 2. They're reducing their injections from 5 to 1 a day, et cetera, et cetera, and that's all Moringa. So what we find is cannabis is very good at ma- managing blood sugar, but a lot of people are now doing what, we, what we've done for people with, uh, for instance, diabetics, is we've made a capsule that has 20 milli- 10 milligrams of ca- CBD and then the 750 milligrams of Moringa in it. So they take wow. one capsule and they get two products that are helping them manage. Look, Moringa also does about 400 conditions, but it helps with pain management. It helps with as, as cannabis does. But then it also what, what happens now is you add the cannabis and now all of a sudden you have a monster product that does severe work on diabetics, severe work on blood pressure, you know, severe work on pain, et cetera, et cetera. And what's nice is Moringa is a natural multivitamin. It has vitamin C, it has amino acids, it has vitamin B, it has. So you're also taking a natural multivitamin while you're taking your medicine. That's so cool. So yeah. yeah. Two and birds, one stone. Like yeah, that's the world we're trying to play in. We're trying to create a world where I don't want people taking vitamin C. I don't want them going and buying a, multi, a multivitamin because that stuff is horrible. I mean, that stuff helps. That stuff helps, but it'll never be the same as eating healthy. It'll never be the same as, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. It'll never be the same eating a bunch of, you know, if you can get your vitamins from natural forms like Moringa saying, because Moringa is a plant, it's a, literally a plant that gets grinded up to powder. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where that comes. It's another conspiracy almost within the, the medical marijuana field. And that is everybody thinks that they can grow the weed and sell it off. So could you tell me a little bit more about this and why certain procedures need to be taken to ensure that the CBD remains the same throughout each plant? Perfect. So, look, I mean, obviously, number one is growers are, I mean, not everybody can grow. I'll kill, I'll kill a fat plant if you give it to me. So let, let's just add that to the, to the equation. Not everybody knows how to look after plants and grow them. And yes, 100%, yeah. you said the right thing. How do you make sure these plants are grown perfectly so they give the right ingredients? Mm. Now, look, I mean, remember, 
number one is you will never in two batches of the same plant get the same amount of ingredients. It'll fluctuate yeah. by one or two percent. That is life. That is nature. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. One or two percent does not change the, the efficacy of the product. It's just it will always change. And that's something that people must know. But when you want to be a grower, first of all, obviously get licensed. Don't just do it. The cops don't like that. But um, adding to the next part of it, <laughs> beyond the legal side of it, um, when you grow, I mean, it's not about just growing. There's all sorts of there's all sorts of things. Look, have you got male plants? Have you got the right feeding? Uh, are you going to grow outdoor greenhouse? Are you going to grow indoor hydro? If you're going to grow it indoor indica? hydro, is it sativa? <laughs> Uh, exactly. Well, what, what, no, look, the Indica Sativa is great. That's your strains. But who are you going to grow for? Then the Indica Sativa becomes important. Are you going to be growing for people who want to extract and make medicinal products? Or are you going to be growing for the smokers? Oh, yeah, uh, okay, obviously, because that's Indica Sativa yeah. affect the smokers. <laughs> Correct. Look, even with my products, Indica and Sativa is important. Because if it you is. come to me, uh, like, on the cancer side, especially, if you come to me and you say to me, listen, yeah, I have somebody this week that contacted me and said, listen, yeah, my mom's got cancer and it's now spread to her kidneys and it's in her stomach and it's blah, blah. So he's uh, saying the biggest problem is, and he knows the cannabis will help her to fight the cancer a bit, but his biggest problem is she doesn't eat any. She doesn't have an appetite. Okay. Now, Indica is the one that gives you the munchies. Okay. So what do I do? I make her a capsule with indica oil in. She takes one capsule at five o'clock at night. Yes, it gets her a little bit goofed, but by six o'clock, she's raiding the fridge. Yeah. So okay. That's where the indica sativa. Sativa is not an appetite booster. It actually is an appetite suppressant. So if you want to lose idea. weight on yeah, so if you want to lose weight on cannabis, you go more towards the sativa side. And if you want to give people a general product that they can use at night, in other words, they can use at night for medicinal purposes, and when they're ready to go to bed or when they're ready to do whatever they want to do, you give them a hybrid because that sits in the middle. So it doesn't get them energetic. It doesn't couch lock them. They can still carry on with their day and their life as normal. So um, from a from an oils point of view, we obviously do the Charlotte's Web, which is extremely low in THC. It has less than 2% THC in it. And that's our CBD range as such. And that is because it's, and then for, for customers that actually have like this guy's mom who needs the Indica to actually boost their appetite, I'll add a little bit of Indica drops in so that it actually boosts the appetite as well. Wowee, that's so interesting. Mm. And, the, and from a growing side, if you were asking, the growing side is that's the problem is, who are you going to sell to? Are you going to sell to smokers? Okay, cool. That's fine. Then you're going to grow Indica, Sativa, and Hybrid because they smoke all of it. Okay? <laughs> are you going to be selling to medicinal companies? Okay, now you're more looking towards the name of the strain because certain strains are very, very amazing medicinal and some of them suck medicinal. Okay, so some of the strains of cannabis do very little medicinally. They just there for fun. So that's the big thing as well. How, how, are you growing the right strain then for medicinal use? And if you're going to be selling, if you're going to be exporting, which country are you going to? Which strains do they love there? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not an easy game to get into, and it's an extremely expensive game to get into. The problem with getting into growing is security. So government mm. expects you, which makes sense, to have severe security on site if you're going to be growing cannabis. You have to have access control. You have to have severe controls on who's there, what they have. Check them when they go out so they're not stealing product. It's, al it's almost as bad as a, diamond, as a diamond factory. You know what I mean? It's almost as bad as that because, wow. you know, they want, don't want people just nilly-willy carrying, 
cannabis out of these growing plants. So yeah. that's what that's the biggest challenge is that setup, that security setup is extremely expensive beyond your growing setup. So that's why a lot of people who are applying for grower licenses are getting declined because they can't afford the security side. Yeah. Wow. We okay. So another thing that we did chat about briefly was the sports gel, but I just want to touch back on this because that, as far as your products go, is my second favorite. Obviously, first is Elite Oil, but secondly is the sports gel. And honestly, I had no idea of the benefits that CBD could bring to the sports gel, um, you know, formulation. Like I didn't know that it could actually up the sports gels game. So could you just touch a little bit more on that product for me and just tell people, you know, the benefits of how CBD can help the muscles and just really help your recovery with the sports gel? So there's three, there's three main areas where the sports gel gets benefit out of the CBD. There's a couple of other small areas, but the three main ones is firstly is anti-inflammatory. I mean, cannabis is the best anti-inflammatory on the planet I mean, from a natural anti-inflammatory point of view, it's, it's difficult to beat it. There are some products that come, that come close to it, but it is probably one of the best anti-inflammatories that exist. So, and obviously, that's, so it's taking that swelling out of the muscle, out of the joint or whatever that is sore. And that is a third of why you're feeling pain. And if you think okay. about it, if you have an infection in your mouth, the reason your mouth is sore is not because of the because the infection, it's because of the pressure that it causes when it starts, you know, when it starts swelling. So that's what causes the pain. Get the inflammation away, the pain goes away. So yeah, that's that's one of the main reasons for pain is inflammation. So if you can get the inflammation away, the pain reduces. Then obviously it's a pain management product. So cannabis re reduces pain. So inflammation is gone, you're fighting the pain. Now you're almost at no pain, or you had no pain. That's great. So that's what you wanted out of it. That's the two main, those two main areas. The third one is it has been proven that cannabis accelerates healing. Okay. So it actually accelerates the process of your body healing an area that has been injured. So a lot of people are now starting to um, look at if they have sports injuries to take cannabis oil because it, it actually accelerate, accelerates the, the process of healing in the body. Wow. This is a note of interest. Something they've proven is CBD can reverse the damage the liver gets from alcohol. Yeah, just another win for CBD. <laughs> in Canada, I think America is also doing it. In Canada now, if you go to bars, you can actually order your alcohol CBD infused because then it helps your body fight any damage that the alcohol would make. Wow. Okay. That's how far they're going with it. It's beautiful, though. I mean, it's beautiful. They, they're now taking a product like alcohol and they're making it safer. Yeah. No, that's good. Still gonna get you drunk. But yeah, so and the other thing, the other thing they found, which is not as kosher, I guess, is they uh you if you take enough CBD, it reduces your alcohol content by 50%. Wow, okay. So the oaks at the pubs are sitting at night and before they want to leave, they're trying CBD capsules. And when they need by the time they leave the pub, they're they're fine again. They're feeling better, their alcohol level is lower safer to drive she was well guys don't drink and drive firstly you know but that's yes. obviously <laughs> the first one but yeah if you have make sure you can be safe yes please so another 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 product that i absolutely love of your guys is you also touched on this a little bit um earlier but it's the cbd animal products that supply farmer stocks so one of them specifically that i want to chat to you about is the neuropet and it helps um animals who suffer from seizures well one of the benefits is that it helps animals with seizures so could you explain a little bit how that helps an animal with a seizure like 
just deal better with the situation. Perfect. So from a, from a seizures point of view, just as a note, so cannabis as a product, okay, everything it does for humans, it does for dogs and okay. cats. They have, yeah, so they've proven that those CB1 and CB2, and there's now they've now found the CB3 receptor as well, but those receptors are in, in most animals as well. So whether it's horses, cats, dogs, uh, primates, uh, they're still obviously testing the animals, but every animal they test has CB1 and 2 at least receptors. So they get the same benefits we do. So from whether the dog has arthritis, epilepsy, asthma, hip dysplasia, blah, 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 whether he's battling with blood pressure, because trust me, dogs get blood pressure problems. Um, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So that it, what, what it would do for a human, it does for the dog. So that is why that's one of the great things about it is it can do it. Now, the Neuropet, as I mentioned earlier, is those three ingredients and the Charlotte's Web cannabis. So mm -hmm. Charlotte's Web being developed for seizure, seizures, absolutely perfect for the dogs to get rid of the seizures. Add to that your, your ashwagandha and your mushroom and all that. And they also work on the brain. They're also there to help the brain function better, to make sure the brain's firing better, to make sure there's no loss of signals, you know, from what you would get like with seizures and stuff. So it also, they also add to the Charlotte's Web to fight that portion of the problem even more. So yeah, as I, as I mentioned, it goes it goes for this obviously the ADHD and all that, but from an epilepsy point of view, I wish I knew about my own products when I still had my Siberian Huskies because my one had such severe epilepsy that he would get 10 to 15 fits a day. Ooh. So we had to put him on epilepsy medication and yeah. it literally killed him. It literally killed him. He had he had liver failure after two years of taking the medication of the because of the medication. So, but for those two years, I mean. You know, I don't know if you know Siberian Huskies. They're probably the most fun dogs on earth when it comes to personality. Yeah. They're just lovely. And you went from being just this lovely ball of joy to just sitting there. He was numb. It completely yeah. killed him personality-wise, the tablets, but he wasn't having fits. So we thought, okay, we're doing him a favor. At the end of it all, you know, the tablets killed him. If I had my products... If I'd been doing them by that time, you know, I would have been, uh, the dog would have been alive until the end, you know, until old age. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's lessons learned in life. But yeah, so I, I'm very happy to say that the NeuroPet is probably, sure, for animals, it's probably one of the best products we've released as yeah. far as helping with, with animals with problems. Because beyond the Neuro, it's got the Charlotte's Web in. So it'll still help for pain. It'll still help for anxiety when there's fireworks. It'll still help for... So even beyond what it does for their brains, it's going to help for all the other stuff as well. Okay. All the other anxieties that they carry in their little doggy lives and animal lives and stuff. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. So now this next question is um, for all of the, the baby boomers out there. So let's just set all of their minds at rest. And tell me now, Sai, is CBD addictive? So cannabis is not addictive. Even with mm -hmm. THC added to it, it's not addictive. It's not a physical. So there's a, there's a, there's a technicality there. Okay, let me, let me explain carefully. I'm talking about physical addiction, like you get with heroin, with cat, with alcohol, with cigarettes, with, sorry, I'm mentioning alcohol and cigarettes because they're on the shelf, but, you know, cannabis, which has not got one of those problems, not one of those side effects, not one of the, they heal, it actually heals all the stuff that those two products break is not allowed on the shelf, you know? So, yeah, let's be honest. It's a, it's a touchy subject for everybody in the cannabis industry who understands what it means medicinally and all that. But yeah, as I mentioned earlier, cannabis is being used in countries now to get people off addiction. 
Yeah. Whether it's alcohol, whether it's codeine, whether it is heroin, whether it is they using cannabis to get people off these addictions. Mm-hmm. And yes, CBD is the base of it, but um, they're using strains like Charlotte's Web, which has a little bit of THC in. There's, I know of people. I know of people around me that were ex, that's ex heroin or took whatever addicts, and they smoke their joints every day because that's how they make sure they don't take drugs again. It's yeah. actually if they start feeling like going for drugs, they smoke a joint and it's gone. They don't want to take drugs anymore. So wow. that's the side of it. The cannabis is taking that craving for heroin and cocaine and all that away from them. It's helping them manage that. So the problem is a lot of people used to think in the past, yeah, people would take cannabis and then they think taking something stronger is better. It's never why they took it. It's because of peer pressure. I mean, let's be honest. It's never the cannabis that caused it. Yes, what happened is people thought they were smoking cannabis and it was safe and it was doing nothing wrong to them. So I'm sure the other drugs are safe because, I mean, if cannabis is safe, the other stuff must be safe. But that is because the industry was lying to people about cannabis. Cannabis is a dirty drug. It's, oh, you know. Meanwhile, it isn't. It's a medicinal product first. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, am, I am a religious person and somebody spoke to me yesterday about, you know, the whole christian side of it and cannabis and all that he's a pastor and he was saying that you know people in his church are still going like cannabis blah, blah, blah. and he says he, all he says to them he says <laughs> uh he says so i've got to ask you one question he says who made everything on this planet and they go god and he goes okay so who made the cannabis plant and they go quiet yeah because you don't Maybe need god. to change the plant it's not like cocaine and heroin where you need to change a plant to do something with it. Cannabis, as it is, works. Yes, we extract it into a black, into a fico, and we use that to make products, but that's just the way we can make products. That's an easy way to convert it into products. It's not necessary to do that. We're not changing the product. We're just extracting the ingredients out of the product. Yeah. With heroin and cocaine and all that stuff, they're adding all sorts of chemicals to it because they want to make it kick. You know what I mean? So people will turn around and go, yeah, but what about the poppy plant? And you go, yeah, but the poppy plant is nothing wrong with. When you do stuff to the poppy plant, then it becomes, you know, a drug. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it all, you know, people, people need to understand that cannabis as a plant was made for a reason. I mean, mm-hmm. up until the 1920s, more than 50% of all medicine on the shelf had cannabis. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did yeah. not. Up until then, I, I've got I've got video, a photo images of 1923, 1928 of bottles of medicine that says ingredients, cannabis, blah, blah, blah. Wow. You know what the problem with those medicine was? It worked. What? Ah, yes. Yeah. They couldn't keep people sick. That was a big problem with it. That was the problem. That's why the Rothschilds and the boys went to the U.S. government and said, well, we don't care what it costs. We want cannabis illegal because it's, it's taking our money away. And it's doing it again mm. now. I mean, the big pharma are losing billions because of cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis is destroying big pharma turnover. And if we had to go to an ugly discussion, we asked the question about why all of a sudden are vaccines being released in the world and why are people being pushed to take all sorts of new big pharma products? Why? Because they're losing money. You know, they're losing money. They've got to find new avenues to get money in. So how do you do that? You create a need for a new product and you sell that product. No, so that's one of the big questions. You know, all these conspiracy theories, that's one of the conspiracy theories that's out there. Is, you know, maybe big pharma needed money, so they created the pandemic. 
It's not impossible. You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not going to say it's true or it's false. We'll see the facts when they come out and we'll, we'll see who gets arrested for being the bad guy. You know, when it finally comes out what happened around this whole COVID epidemic and who released it and why it was released and all that. But you know, at the end of it all, the, the big question isn't that. The question is big pharma are taking strain and how they're going to fight back. Yeah. So that's one of the big, one of the big, stresses the cannabis industry has is is big pharma going to spend enough money with government again and they're going to turn around and take cannabis away from the people or is this going to carry on now the beauty of what you're doing and what the internet is is it forces people to listen not forces but it gets more people to listen and understand we're not trying to hurt anybody we're trying to create a new world where people are naturally healthy that's exactly it and that's the best thing that you can do is create awareness you know, so that's exactly why I want to talk to you about this. Just educate people about CBD. Guys out there, I'm not saying that you need to chuck all of your medication out of the window now and just go to CBD. I'm not saying that at all, but I just want you to understand about the benefits of it. Yes, and that chucking medicine out the window, please. I mean, one of the things a lot of people do is they go and they buy cannabis product, oil, and then they stop all their medication and they start the cannabis oil. Hmm. It sounds great, but don't. When you're going to start, when you, when you, let's say, for instance, you suffer from severe pain and you're on like 15 pain tablets a day and you start taking the cannabis and you feel your pain management is better, still wean off the pain tablets. It's not about, you know, it's not about you need them still. Yeah. It's about withdrawals, it's about your system taking strain because you're all of a sudden making big changes to it. Yeah. There's all sorts yeah. of reasons to not just call Turkey off medication. You know what I mean? 100%. Stupid example is, a stupid example is omeprazole. So omeprazole is a, is a SSRI, a very strong anti-acid. It's one of your strongest anti-acids you get. Now, the, the problem is with chronic use of it, sorry, with chronic use of that, what you find is you'll find that um, it actually starts degrading bone density. So you'll find wow. that people that take omeprazole too long actually start getting hip issues. Their hips getting start getting sore. And sore. The reason that happens is my wife had that. Now. She was battling severely with her hip and we couldn't understand why she'll take the osteo the osteo product and she'll take the sports gel it'll help the pain will reduce and it'll just keep coming back nothing will get better and yeah. we couldn't so i started doing a bit of research and by accident i came onto the research of omeprazole because she's been on omeprazole for two years and stopped that put her onto a natural anti-acid we make and she battled in the beginning because the first time we took her off the omeprazole she had severe attack heartburn attacks and stuff oh, so we yeah. put her back on again and we thought geez how are we going to do this then i went and did a bit more research and realized that omeprazole when you cold turkey it your body reacts and it goes into severe acid production so what you got to do is wean it off and we yeah. did that the second time and she's now been for two months. She's been taking only the natural product and she's no more, no more hip problems. That's so cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so it works, but sometimes you just got to plan it. And that's the big thing. That's why I always say to people, please don't be shy to message me. I don't always answer in the first two hours because I've got a lot of messages coming in, but I answer everybody and I'm more than happy to give advice. It's not about making money out of the advice. I make money out of the product. And by the way, I am studying. I've started studying as a natural doctor as well. So awesome. pretty soon it'll be official that I can actually give people natural doctor advice. I love that. But Sai, if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to check out your products or if they want to just follow you to get some inspiration, where can they find you? 
Okay, so we're on Instagram at Supply Pharma SA is our Instagram call. Uh, we're on Facebook, so Supply Pharma SA on Facebook as well. And then from a website point of view, we are the w.supplypharma.co.za. Please, the pharma is PH, just if any, if anybody if anybody starts to do the F there, it's PH pharma. Uh, and um, yeah, so the website is obviously the best. What's nice is we have online shopping. We have all those nice things. So the guys, if they want to, then on this website, they can order. Otherwise, our contact details are there, the phone numbers and all that. I can ramble off mine now for the guys if they want. It's 061-343-0131. I don't mind. And yeah, please get in contact with us, guys, if you have any questions, even if you just want to find out more about cannabis and take time to think about it. In six months, you're only going to start buying products. It doesn't matter. I mean, this this, this truly, I mean, I started this business because it's my passion to help people. I, I, obviously for money. I mean, let's all be honest. We all work for money. But yeah. the first reason I started was the products were working for me. I, I had products that someone else gave me and they worked. And I couldn't believe the results. And I started doing research. I am a technical person. So I started reading up. And the more I read up, the more I realized I can do this. Yeah. This is not actually. And I started reading up about formulations. And I started reading up about different ways of mixing and extracting. And then I realized, you know what? This is going to work. And I, yeah, that's where I am nice. now. Awesome. And guys, if you want to get in touch with me during the week, you can do so on Instagram, which is six underscore minute underscore abs. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is six minute abs. You can check out my website, which is six minuteabs.com. Or you can send me a Gmail if you really want to at six minuteabs at gmail.com. But yes, I thank you so, so much for being a part of this today. I've loved chatting to you about this. Thank you very much. I must admit, I must admit it was a great surprise when you asked me. All right. And babies, I will catch you all next week again. And bye. <laughs>